Bad things happen in Philadelphia. Bad things. To the 40, 35, into the 30, cut back 25, into the 15, 10, 5, touchdown! This is the best bad idea we have, sir. We are the Driveway Athletes. I'm Jack, joined today by the Parlay Prince, William Anthony. What's going on, man? I'll tell you, before I started recording, I was expecting to be in a really shitty mood um, thanks to that Flyers game. That second period was nasty, nasty. It was It was dreadful. It was downright dreadful. Shades of last year with the soft goals and the dominant play by the other team. Yeah, yeah, and just getting outworked and out and out um, handled against a very average Vancouver team. They're not a bad team, though. They're not. They're, I think that we tend to because they underperformed last year. We forget that two years ago they actually made some noise. Yeah, I mean, last year's a mulligan for everybody, I suppose. Yeah, it certainly is. So, um, I'm happy that they at least stole a point, given that they were down two goals with three minutes left. Um, so, happy that they were able to steal at least a point. I'd love to see the overtime move from five to ten minutes, though. Uh, honestly, if they went to a five-minute four-on-four and then a five-minute three-on-three, that extra five minutes, guys would be more tired and they'd probably get more goals. I, I, I don't like the regrouping that teams do, and it, I think it's too cute by one where like they think they're going to keep tired guys out there and score. I think that you just end up giving up chances. You know, if you just would have just turned the pressure up. Yeah, when that when that overtime first started, the three on three, back when they originally put it in, it was more up and down, back and forth. And now teams have kind of laid off that and take their chances in a shootout sometimes. Yeah. So, um, but we're here to talk picks. We're here to talk football. Twelve and six in the last three weeks, guys, making you money upon money. And you went five and one last week. Yes, sir, I did. Yes, sir, I did. All right, so you are you are correct, sir. I am correct, sir. Um, so the reality is, is um, five and one. We're here to give six more picks, but it looks like about ninety percent of the league is hurt. Um, so we'll see. We'll see where we end up. We'll see what we see. I mean, it's it's a tougher week than most, I would say. A lot of a lot of two and a half, a lot of close lines. So should should be for an interesting week all around. Agreed, agreed. So um, let's get right to it. Game one. Game one. We're taking home dog. The Bears plus six against the Packers. Home dogs are a barking. 
Uh, division games are always tough. So when you see big spreads in a division game, I, I, I get where you're going. Yeah, I mean, Chicago's got a good defense. I mean, Green Bay just eking by Cincinnati last week. I know they won four in a row. They look like they're clicking, maybe feeling themselves a little bit. Chicago, I mean, for all their, you know, mishaps, they're three and two at this present time. And Justin Field, I, Justin Field is only going to get better. I think. I think it's going to be one of them ugly games, and I think Green Bay may win, but it's going to be by three or four. They're going to have to earn this one again. Yeah, I, I I can't argue that point. I mean, I think Green Bay is the much better team, but I can't argue. Then division games can get a little a little ranky, unpredictability. Um. So then we go. We'll move right along to game two. Game two. I'm taking another dog, and actually not a not a dog. This line changed. In a pretty big way. Vikings minus two and a half. I think it opened with the Vikings as an underdog. So does so Minnesota play this week? Vikings, but people aren't buying Carolina right now as a uh, legitimate team. While McCaffrey's out, I think they're going to have a tough sledding. Minnesota's, Minnesota's 13 and four straight up in the last 17 games in October. It's a good stat. stat I came up with. Also, Vikings, this is one, in week six, or four and one. Something about week six <laughs> in the last five years. Really gets the juices going. Oh, yeah. Minnesota also has won six at our last nine against Carolina. I just, I just think Minnesota has too much for Carolina. And uh, Sam Darnold doesn't really instill confidence in me or others at this point. I think the Eagles did a pretty decent job against him, and they played a really soft schedule early and have come back down to earth. Yeah, Look, let's also call a spade a spade. The Eagles actually didn't do a bad job against Tom Brady last night either. They didn't. They did not. But their offense just looks yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I have. I mean, we're, we're here. Obviously, we're in the Philadelphia region. Um, so we have a lot of thoughts and feelings as to what's going on. I don't think it's a good job to fire a good idea to fire a coach after one year, but I don't know that they're going to have a choice. He just looks unmatched as as of now. And you know, we've hired first year head coaches the last three times, and they didn't look as unmatched as him. Peterson started out three zero. Uh, Chip Kelly was ten and six. Andy Reid, even though he won three, he went three and thirteen, I believe. He didn't look un- overmatched. This guy just doesn't look. Nobody's doing at this point. Yeah, yeah, I I think that they're they're calling pretty much the exact opposite plays that you should be calling for um, a quarterback with um, Hertz's skill set. Um, regardless of what I think of him long term, I think that. You, you can't run a read option and have no threat of the run. So, um, and you're calling like three running plays a game. Uh, like, it's just, but then throwing wide receiver screens, it's just some of the most head-scratching choices that I can think of. Agreed. I mean, you watch that game and you just get frustrated. I mean, one run in the first half is 
it's beyond absurd at this point. But he's making his bosses happy, who hate the run as well. So who knows if we'll get another year out of it? But I don't, I don't like any of what I see right now. But anyway, yeah, I don't think. Yeah, the Vikings uh, two and a half, uh, given two and a half to Carolina. So game three. Another two-and-a-half line. We're going to take the Ravens, minus two-and-a-half, against the L.A. Chargers. Chargers got to come cross-country, which I usually love that. I don't know I don't know the exact trend, but I do love that because one o'clock start. The one o'clock cross-country is a tough one. Yeah, especially the Chargers last week. They they shouldn't have won that game against Cleveland. Let's, let's be honest here. I mean, they, they converted a lot of fourth downs, and when you convert a lot of fourth downs and you live off that, the, out, the odds are bound to come back against you. Sort of speak. Agreed. Agreed. It's a it's a um and and sometimes like winning a game like that, it can be a momentum builder, but also like there can be a big like letdown when you when everything goes your way, and then you play another game and not everything goes your way. Yeah, I mean, but Baltimore, Baltimore had a great dramatic game on Monday night too. So they're off, they're off the short week. I just think they're they're the better team, and the way the Chargers won, flying cross country, a young quarterback, Baltimore. I think that that game might be a touchdown game for them. I mean, they are ten. The Baltimore say what they will. They're they're ten and two straight up in their last twelve. Five and zero oh in their last five at home. So there's some trends for for you. <laughs> a little bit of trending. So that gives us three picks. And also, Mike Williams is questionable at this time, I believe. Correct. Yeah, but so is like again the entire league is everybody. Yeah. Very, um, very true. That gives us three games. Yes, it um, does. So rolling right in. And this this one I had I had pegged before today, and I didn't really want to go back on it, but and the line hasn't moved, so I'm going to go to Cleveland Browns minus three against Arizona, which could be a surprise to some. I'm not going to lie, Chubb is out. Full disclosure, Chubb is out. But I just think this line, a five and O team, you know, traveling. I think Arizona should be favored, and they're not. And they're, Arizona, they're, they're another team that's just eking by. They won, they won against Minnesota by one. They barely beat Jacksonville. Jacksonville hung in that game. They were down, what, nine points, I believe? Yeah, it was another one that you felt like they should have run away with it. And last, last week, they, they faced the, the kid Lance in his first game. First start. Yeah, first right? start, yeah. And won by a touchdown. I mean, they're not dominating. They're... They remind me a lot of Pittsburgh last year. Kind of, shouldn't say soft, undefeated team. But there's some there's some games that should have went the other way in that. And Jacksonville's just horrendous, and Jacksonville hung in with them. So I think Arizona, again, traveling. Browns at home. Need, need the win a lot more than Arizona. I just, I just think it's a. Cle- it was a Cleveland line, and it hasn't moved since Chubb has been out. 
So I, I still got to go Cleveland there. Okay. Arizona's injured too. Arizona's got a lot of injuries. I think their center's out, which could lead to all kinds of problems. Well, and, and Murray's got a shoulder injury. Yeah. Who knows what he's going to be like? I just think it's one of them games. It's Arizona's not going to go seventeen and zero. So I, I like Cleveland here. Cleveland in a favorite. That would be the fourth pick. Um, so then we we go to game five here. We're going to travel up to New England. Patriots outright. But take the three and a half just in case. Another, another, another game. I think it's a trap game for Dallas. I just, I just feel that line should be more as well. Dallas is four and one, sniffing themselves. New England two and three. I think Belichick dials up a win here. How do you feel about that game? You know, I, I think that you're on to something again. I think that you're on to something again. It just, it just, it's the way it's going. I mean, the last seven times, not that they play each other that often, but they're one and six against New England, Dallas, straight up. I, I'm not going to sit here and say this isn't a talented team. They're probably the best team in the East, but like. Uh, Diggs can't get an interception every single game. Like it, it just no, no matter who you are, that just doesn't happen. You know, and I don't. I think that no matter. Like I just think that they're overperforming a little bit now, and we'll see what happens. Um, I still don't think Mike McCarthy's that good of a coach. Um, so we'll see. We'll see because New England's not exactly a very good team right now either. But no, I think that you're on to something. Squeak, they squeak by Houston. But Dallas, not a real important game. Coming off a big division game last week, four and one, another tra- another traveling, and they and they've been at home the last three weeks. Don't forget that. There's, I think it's thirty to thirty-five percent when teams travel the first week after being home for three weeks, they lose thirty, thirty, or sixty-five to seventy percent of the time. So. There's, there's got to be something to that, Phil. I mean, they haven't traveled really since September 19th. They played uh, the Chargers. They were at Philadelphia, at home with Carolina, and at home with the Giants. They've been, in, they haven't had to travel for a whole month. Yeah, I mean, what else? What else can you say? Uh, you know, teams are better at home, and when you get that kind of a gift, it can right your ship. But it, you know. The rubber will meet the road. It's kind of a kind of a must game for BB Bill Belichick there, too. I think here's the the, the funny thing, and I'm not saying the guy looked good, but I don't know that they'd have been any worse if they would have just stuck with Newton. Um, probably not. I right. think his act worth it now with a guy like Belichick. It just is. I think that they want didn't want a big personality with the rookie, but um, Mac Jones hasn't looked. You know, he's looked like a rookie. You know, uh, Zach, Zach Thomas hasn't looked 
very good. None of the rookies have. So um, let's move on. You know, Sunday night game, a little Sunday night action for you. We're going to take Pittsburgh against Geno Smith, the great Geno Smith. Minus Seattle. Uh, Seattle. Pittsburgh is minus five and a half at this moment. Seattle's just way too banged up. Wilson's out. Carson's out. You know, they have talented wide receivers, but who's going to get them a ball? Geno Smith? I just, I don't, I don't see it. I see Pittsburgh covering. And Seattle's defense is not what it what, what it used to be. Oh, and it hasn't been for a while. Yeah, Seattle's got a horrendous defense. I think Pittsburgh moves the ball up and down at home with that offense of theirs. Especially they can run the ball against Seattle. Yeah, I like I just, this pick, too. Yeah, this is a typical matchup, matchup play here. Yeah, I'm a fan of this pick. Definitely Absolutely. a fan of this pick. Yeah, Gino, Gino Smith doesn't instill fear in many, many hearts these days. I mean, it's a testament to how good of a teammate he must be. I suppose. But now he's got to play. Yeah. <laughs> Steelers are another October team. They're 12-2 and two in their last 14 in October. They love the October weather. Yeah, we'll see, though. They're, they're a team that, you know, they could find themselves if their offensive line starts to really mesh. They also could just fall off a cliff, too. Well, they're in a tough division as well. Yep. I mean, Baltimore's tough. Cleveland's on the rise. Cincinnati isn't a, isn't a cupcake either. But as far as Seattle goes, their year might be a wrap at this point. Probably a wash. Probably a wash. Does Russell, that take Russell Wilson overcomes a lot of their inefficiency? Oh yeah, and even offense. Oh yeah, yeah, and absolutely. Huge step down from Russell Wilson. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. I mean, if I if I were Seattle, I don't know that I you know like he's going to be out. They put him on the reserve, which is what three to four weeks now. Um, I think that's more. I think it's on the more higher end. But he minimum three weeks. Yeah. So, um, does that take us to six? It does, my friend. We've rocked right through these. Could be something to do with the late late evening. Yeah, yeah. I've got an early morning. I've had a long day. Um, just busy days from now through, you know, the second week of November for me. So... You'll get, through it. You'll get through it. Hopefully, once we get there and my life calms down a little bit, we'll, uh, you know, be able to get back on a normal schedule. So that's our that, that's our six pack of picks. Um, again, we okay. rolled through. Uh, you and I will be back next week uh, to check back in with how you know where where the parlay prints. Stands, and I'm, uh, I, I think six and zero this week, pal. Going out on a limb here. Ninety-eight and two. Something to that effect. Okay. Why not? Not yet. 
And, yeah, well, you shoot for the stars and um, end up in the sky. Yeah, whatever. Um, so, yeah, that takes us through this week's six-pack of picks. We'll be back next week. Later on. Bye-bye. New sign-off. Yeah, trying something new.